This is Real Dad Society. I'm Rainer Bester and welcome to episode three. My guest today is Charles Victor. Charles is working for King Price as a team leader for one of their claims departments. He's also a long-term friend and definitely one of the most positive people I've ever met. Charles, thank you for being here and welcome to the Real Dad Society. Thank you, Rainer. Thank you for having me. Awesome. Uh, let's get straight into it. Uh, Charles, tell us a little bit more about yourself and what's going on in your world right now. Yeah, okay. Currently, I'm with us. Uh, Rona introduced me it's, uh, from working for King Price Insurance. I've got a nine to five job. Uh, basically, when I get home, then it's family time. I've got two boys. One is five years old. The other one is three months. So, yeah, so that's basically what's happening in my life now. Time for hobbies. I think that those two are my hobbies. Okay, that's great news. And um, you said uh, Liam is five years old. And how old is your youngest? Uh, three months. Three months. Okay, awesome. Yes. And um, obviously, with, with being a team leader at, at, at your work, um, do you guys, uh, as dads, chat a lot about fatherhood in, in particular um, and getting advice from each other? Yeah, we, we, we talk in, 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 a, in a sense about it. Um, some of the guys are a bit older than me, so they, their kids are, one of them are a professional rugby player, so not, not uh, too wise talking to him at this stage. Uh, but yeah, most of them are, most of the kids are in high school. So yeah, but we, we, we have chats. If, if the times get, get stuff at home, they will always give some advice, say what happens, what, what, what we can do. Um, there's a, it's a big su- a support structure. There's about eight people and all of them have kids. So I think, yeah, so basically if, the, if times get stuff and the, the balance is not, not right, um, if you've got a problem, you can speak up to them. And I think with the, with the team, within the team, we have a good communication about the kids. So, yeah, but everyone's got their own point of view. So, yeah, so you just take a little bit of everyone's advice. Okay, cool. And in your experience, why do you think dads um, struggle to reach out and speak to other dads regarding the difficulties and struggles that they face um, with parenting and raising their kids? Yeah, I think each and every dad and parent has got his, his own, there's no scripting to, to raise a kid. Mm-hmm. There's no, like you say, a workbook or a book to, to raise your kid. Um, everyone tries an Australian error. So I think that is where you, you go on, you, you ask for advice um, and you, you take a bit of everyone's advice and see, see what works. Mm-hmm. And like if, if, it gets, if it gets to medical stuff, it's, it's really difficult. That's, thing, thing that's basically the more a difficult part because you can't, you, you, you can assist them, you can stand by them, you can stand by the hospital bed and that kind of stuff, but you can't do anything from that. That's the doctor's job. So it's, mm. it feels like that's out of your hands a bit. So I think that's the, the, the worst part there. Okay, cool. No, that's definitely, definitely the case. And um, as you said, you, you've got a support structure at work, uh, but do you think to find that dads shy away from conversations uh, regarding problems that they face with their kids uh, in their parenting journey? Yeah, no, definitely. I think that's definitely one of the biggest, the biggest thing that we try to 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 to, to have a conversation with the, the people at work, and they let us all be a support group and know each other not only at work but to to know how you operate at home as well. Because that you know when he gets to to work and it's a bit grumpy, you can you can speak to him and say, listen, if it's a family matter, let's get quickly into a boardroom, let's go for a cup of coffee and let's quickly have a discussion about it. Because some of the some of the people in the previous uh, places that I've worked will just shy away. Everyone is there for themselves, mm. and if you find yourself, you're in a big hole. So I think, and if you get the pre- more pressure from home, 
from kids, then you, it, it flows over to your workplace as well. Definitely. No, that's, that's very interesting and it's very nice that you can uh, create an environment where, where your colleagues can actually chat and to be open, open on that. Um, yes. Just uh, you, uh, you said you had two children. How long have you been married now? Uh, this year is nine years. So next year is the big ten. Okay, so nice. yeah, so see, yeah, so it's nine years. Okay, awesome. And how do you and your wife man uh, currently manage to spend quality time with each other, um, keeping in mind that you have a five-year-old that keeps you busy and and the newborn as well? Yeah, okay. The, with, the, with the newborn now, it's it's a bit difficult. I don't think there's too much time for that now. Um, the, the the biggest thing is I think before before newborn, the the, the three-month-year-old was born. The, Friday night, you, the, the, the um, grandma is staying, she's close by. So then she asks to get the, the children on, on on Friday evenings. And if he wants to go, he's up, she's, so we give him the option if he wants to go and sleep there or not. Then they go there and then we'll maybe go out having a, a dinner or doing something. But at this stage, with the three-month-old, it's not it's not happening. Um, so, yeah, so basically, like I said, with the, keeping the balance there, it's, it's difficult. It's, right. <laughs> it's straining. Um, but yeah, we just give one another space, and yeah, that is that's the biggest. I think that's one of the biggest challenges for us at this stage is just to give one another space, get maybe out of the house, just to to feel a bit not claustrophobic. So I think yeah, that is that is the biggest thing. Yeah. Okay. And um, do you have any tips for other dads to make sure that they and their partners, uh, their wives, always stay on the same page regarding their parenting goals and where they want to see their kids go? I think the, the the thing there is is, is communication. Um, I th think planning. Um, don't don't go don't your short term planning. I'll say that and communication is one of the best uh, because I think sometimes you get so caught up in your own life. You've got your own visions. You've got your own goals, but you don't share it with your with your with your wife. So if you you've got this big two, let's say end of the year, I want to achieve this goal, but meantime you didn't discuss it with your wife. So you're putting everything in at work, but when you get home, you don't discuss it with her and you you've, you put in extra hours, put in extra hours and then everything builds up in your wife and then one day the bomb is just going to explode and that's the whole, that's what you don't want to do. You yeah. don't want to need with, with your with your parents, with your, with your wife as well. Yeah. And do you guys tend to talk a lot about your parenting goals for, for your kids? And we yeah, are with them? Yeah, we, we've got, we've got goals for the kids um, where we want to achieve what we, um, not, no, I'm not going to say discipline them, but let's say going forward, uh, short-term goals, how to, to going to schools, um, playing playing sports, um, doing activities that that they want to. So we give them the freedom, or especially Liam is five, so he, mm. he can get his freedom. Like I said previously, is we've given we give him the option. So if he doesn't want to go on a Friday night to go to grandma, it's his choice. Yeah. If he doesn't want to go to a movie, it's his choice. So I think. Mm. And, and and the goals we've got goals for them, so we discussed we've dis we've discussed this, and he's got his long term goals playing for South Africa cricket. <laughs> so yeah, so that's good. So yeah, we we, we discussed that. Okay, awesome. Um, you had a very close relationship with your dad that sort, uh, sadly passed away a few years back. What would you say yeah. was the most important lesson he taught you? Yeah, I think I, I grew up. He was he was a police officer. So the, the thing is, I think the most the, the thing that I still carry with him not being here anymore is discipline. Hmm. Um, I think that is the most, and the biggest thing is, um, is discipline, respecting other people, humility. I think that is the biggest thing 
it's nice at work. Some of the guys that's working with me uh, currently, um, he was the chairperson at the police rugby as well. And till today, the guys, the speaker, how good he was um, communicating with people, being disciplined, and as well doing that extra. He's always, if he, always he taught me while I was playing cricket, you need to do always extra. When the, when the net stop at six, then you practice till seven. So I think that's the biggest thing: the discipline and doing extra if you want to go forward. Mm. Okay, that's that's very valuable. And do you apply that uh, stuff, the good stuff that you learned from from him in your own parenting uh, styles? Yes, um, especially uh, the, 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 like I said in the in the mornings um, when you wake up, you've got the thing discipline. I think that's the that's the biggest thing. The discipline has got a it's got a, a huge base you can can, can rely on. Um, if, if you've got discipline in your work, you've got discipline at home, and then it's just so much easier. So I think that is that is that is a huge thing for me is discipline. If, if there's discipline at work, it's dis- discipline at home, and and you can keep focus. You can do all the other things that you that you basically do every day. I think the biggest thing for me is being disciplined at work and being disciplined at home. Okay, cool. Um, I'm I'm jumping the topic here, but. There's a lot being said these days regarding screen time for children. And that's always a question that I ask uh, parents um, mm-hmm. regarding tablets and cell phones for, for the youngsters. Uh, what mm-hmm. rules do you guys have in place regarding screen time for little Liam? Um, I think the, the, the most important thing for me with screen time, um, he's got his own cell phone, uh, firstly. So in the mornings when he wakes up, he's got his, when he sta- gets up and he's in front of the, the, the TV on his phone, he's got his 20 minutes, 30 minutes that he's on his phone while we are fi- uh, finishing up and whatever, and then at night as well. Now, the thing is, I think the most important is just to monitor that, and it, it mustn't get the biggest thing in his part of his life. Mm. Now, luckily for us, is he's, he loves being outside, he loves doing sport, he loves being, he's a, you, do, you want to be outside. So that's a, that's, a, that's a huge thing. So when we, let's say, when he wakes up and he watches YouTube for 20 minutes, that's fine for me. And when he when we play outside and when we're going to get at bath time and everything, and after that, you get him quiet and just getting a bit, yeah, we get chilled down. Then we can have a bit of um, uh, time on the on the phone. I know there's a lot of people, experts say, you don't, you don't need to look at, 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 at tablets and phones with 20 minutes or 30 minutes before you went, go to bed. Mm. But at this stage, it's not really a big issue. We monitor anything, everything that he's looking at. If there's something new that he doesn't want to look at it, or that's new thing that pops up, he will tell us immediately that this is what popped up. So okay. if we just have a look at it, if it's not fine, so let's look something else. So okay. I think it's a, it's a good thing because it's moving forward with the technology. And in schools these days, some of the classes is just tablets. So no. I think it's good in the, with the technology, but not too much. No, definitely. I think it's definitely something that you need to expose your children to um, because it's definitely something that they're going to encounter going through the, the stages and the grades uh, in school. So I think you've got a very, very good take on that. Um, you have always been a keen sportsman, and some might even say talented. At what <laughs> age did you introduce your child to sports? At what, at what age? At what age, yeah. I, I think William was, I think, at two already, he got golf clubs, anything to do with a ball, the golf yeah. club, a, rack, a, cricket, a cricket bat, a ball. I think he was about two years old. And I think that is free range. So it's not, if he wants to play cricket now, all of a sudden he, he, he likes rugby. He never liked rugby. He was just 
watching it and that's that's basically it but he never thought about it because he thinks he's going to get hurt nowadays he just want to play rugby so <laughs> that is his, his, his choice i'm not forcing him into anything like i said he's got about a five fifty balls lying around so that's awesome. So playing golf, playing rugby, playing cricket, whatever you would like, that's it. So yeah, around about two years old, he was going crazy with balls. And Okay, that's very great. And uh, obviously with, with the ball stuff, he's a very active child. Um, how do you guys manage um, his behavior now? Or how does he handle the new newborn in the house um, and sharing the attention that he normally got from you and your wife? Yeah, that's, that's, that's a... It's a tricky question. Like I said, um, it's a it's a good. It's someday he's doing well. Um, it's it's it, it's different um, having the new one here because, like I've said, he's 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 wow. helping. He's mm-hmm. with with all the being in winter, being in a in a in a, in a, in a crash, and there's always a flu or a, a bug around. So then you you you're afraid because he can come home and he can make him sick. So you don't want to get him too much involved, giving him hugs, giving him kisses mm. um, at this stage. But he's really, he's an awesome child with him. He helps, um, changes nappies. He always wants to see what's happening down there. He, he's, he's running, he's, if there's something we need to do, he will come and collect a fetch a bottle. He will come and fetch milk. He will get the, the duke or the whatever. He's, you know, he's, he's really an awesome child in that sense. He's, yeah. he's that. So I think if I think when he's just the immune cells, immune system is a bit better from from Luvan, the little one, and and he's not sick and whatever. And maybe in the summer, I think it's awesome because we're just keeping him back a bit with giving him hugs, giving him kisses. But he's really an awesome child. No, there's yeah. no at this stage there's no jealousy that I can pick up or, or being tantrumish or, or that kind of stuff. But it's okay. it's really it's really yeah. awesome kid. Yeah, I think definitely that that's a big role. Um, where you need to make your other child a part of it and obviously prepare them for for what's happening and i think you you guys doing a good job with that um just just on the next one how do you guys um or you that as you said you work a eight to five job how do you maintain a good work-life balance yeah rainer that is that is one of my i think at this stage is one of my big challenges um some sometimes there's there's targets to be made at work Mm. um like I said, if you started at, at, at eight, you focus your time and you I've got I've got my hour, let's call it lunch, where I when I just go and switch off where I go to the gym, I run a bit on a treadmill or just get the minds on something else. Um, go back to work, graft until four o'clock and five o'clock when I get home, when I get into the car there, then I know when I arrive here, um, most probably we will Leonette will my awesome wife will have me a plate of food here or whatever, whatever we're going to make. And then it's time for Liam. So the next half an hour, hour, we play with, I will play with Liam outside cricket, whatever, just to keep him happy. Then it's bath time, keep the little one happy, put him to bed, um, assist you, assist with the bath, get him into bed, and then get Liam into bed. So around about, let's say, half past eight, nine o'clock, that is, that is it. So then it's my time, I'm Leonette's time to have him a little bit of a chat. And but like I said, that's that's the balance I I try to keep. Um, but like I said, sometimes it's it's difficult, it's hard. Um, that's one of the, the things that I'm trying to work on. Like like I said, we need to have the balance between your work and your and your and your family life. Mm. And that's a big challenge mm. at this stage mm. because sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Luckily, there's not too much outside activities or or anything like that. So basically, 
and 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 in the workspace, my 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 let's call it my seniors, my superiors, um, is very understandable. So if there's yeah. something going yeah. wrong, um, Lunacon fits Liam at school, or there's something wrong, I can quickly go. So that's not so that's not that I'm from the work side. There's very much pressure with the new kid in the house and that kind of stuff, and with Liam. So I'm very fortunate about that but I think the balance that is one of my my biggest challenges and at this stage I'm thinking I'm doing okay um so yeah I don't think yeah so basically it can only get better it's not it's not bad but it can get better okay cool and do you find that if you face pressure at work that affects your attitude towards your kids uh, or how what what's the tips that you've got for other dads out there to keep their work and family family life separate yeah, I think that is that is what that is one of the, the biggest things. I think if the pressure um, gets up at work and the targets are not made or, or met or that kind of stuff, I think then it's still still that the thing is you can't get in your car and bring your work home. I mm. think that is the the. I'm not like I say I'm not a professional or whatever, but from um, previous mistakes, the people, the support groups at work that we talk about, you can't get into your your vehicle and go back home and then take it on in your family. I think don't, they, they don't deserve it. Yes, you support them and everything. And I think, like I said previously, that is where the communication between you and your, and your wife gets in. And when you, when, you, when, you, when you get home, you say, listen, yes, I had a really tough day. It was a busy day. And speak about it. Speak to your wife about it. And, mm-hmm. and then if you want to go, and, if I need, I need to go and play with Liam, let's just play maybe half an hour, not an hour. Mm-hmm. That I can just reflect, be a bit calm, sit down and be relaxed, and then do the rest of the the the, the bath and getting into bed, that kind of stuff. Okay. But I think the, the the thing is the switching on and switching off. Um, you know, at work, especially in our claims environment, sometimes it can, can get a bit a bit a bit rough. Um, interviewing people, people lying to you daily, uh, and that and trying to catch them out. And and so if you get home. You just need to switch off. It's, it's, a, it's a different part of, of life. Luckily, um, we had this, this discussion with one of our life coaches. Um, let's call it a two months ago. And we had a discussion, luckily, with the cricket that we've played. We've, we've, if you were the striker, we, we knew we, when you were facing, you would switch on. And when you're standing on the other side, you were switching off. So basically, for us, a bit, a bit easier, I think, than other, other people who mm-hmm. have never done this before. So I think that's the thing when you switch on at work and you leave your things at 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 at, at work, you come home it's a different page, and then you take it the next day, take it only switch on again when you go to work. Okay, that's a good take on it. Um, as previously mentioned, you are managing quite a lot of people. Do you find that when working with grown-ups, that there are lessons that you are able to apply on how you parent your kids? Yeah, um, like I said, yeah, like I said, they've got they've got their own ideas, own 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 uh, ways of doing things. Some of them is, is great ideas because you, your 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 kids, all of them are going through. Like I said, the one is a professional rugby player, and I see, I don't, I don't, I see how he pushes his son into greater, greater, um, greater ways, to, motivating him, and that's awesome. I like that, and I think with my child, I can do that because he's a little bit smaller at this stage, so I don't want to force him into anything. So, mm. but it's good doing that. So, um, and then the other kids are some of them has got a hearing impaired. Listening to them, how the struggles at their school, um, how should the other said she will never hear again, and now she's got the implants and she's doing excellent at school. So everyone's got that obstacle. So everyone, mm. everyone 
as their problems has been, and we all discussed that. And that's awesome. So I, I think you can take a bit of piece of everyone's child and put it in, in, in your house, in, in your house, in your space, and, and take it forward, for, uh, forward from there. Yeah. Okay. Um, we all know that five-year-olds can be quite difficult. Um, how do you deal with all the tantrums and him pushing the boundaries sometimes? Yeah, no, that's a that's a that's a good one. Um, I, I think the the, the 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 thing is you can't give give him boundaries. Um, the thing is, I don't want to get home. No, don't do that. Um, and then off five minutes. No, don't do that. That's why I'm giving him so, too much uh, so much freedom as possible to do whatever he wants. But they, like I said, there still needs to be discipline and there still needs to be boundaries. That is, he's pushing the boundaries each and every day. So, but it's the, it's all as a parent to, to put down the rules and say, listen, do this phone and that's not it. Mm. You, you, you get the good cop, bad cop. Uh, I think I'm the, I'm the good one. I think mom is the, is the bad one, not the, in, in, in a bad way, yeah. but if, if she talks, he listens. So, um, he gets, he gets away with me with a, with a lot of small things, but like he's not, he's, he's got his tantrums. Um, but it's, it's really not a big tantrum. Like, it's for, for example, doing sports, don't wanna, when he's out he, or playing cards or whatever, then he tries to, to a quick cheat or something like that. So it's not, it's not big things, but we don't want to get it into a habit and it, that it starts to get a big thing. You think it's right to just throw a tantrum for not getting something right or doing a sport. We need to, 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 to um, learn in the correct way, but without being too strict. Okay. If, you, if you if you understand what I'm saying, yeah. don't just force him into. Yeah. Because he's still a child, he's still growing up, and but I just think think he's pushing the boundaries, and we just need to be disciplined. So I think that's the the thing. But like you said, the tension with these it is challenging, mm. but uh, I think we're doing okay with that. Okay, good. And when disciplining him when he doesn't want to listen, do you guys spank him? Do you do timeouts, or how do you handle those situations in letting him know he can't overstep that boundary? Yeah, I think in the beginning, um, spanking him, but it, it didn't work. I think what happened is if we talk to him in a, in a strict manner, mm. um, I think that is more, let's say, psychological work on him. And then we had this um, wall chart that we, like the progress chart. Um, yeah. If he did something wrong, we will maybe make a cross. Or if he did something good, we will give him a star. And if he gets five stars or ten stars, we'll take him for a, for a breakfast or we'll buy a nice shirt or things, things that everyone's have. Mm. That is a, a really a nice thing that worked really well. Um, even now, if we have a discussion with him about it, it, it doesn't help, help me, we spank him. I, I'm a believer in that, but I think each and every child um, acts and reacts on its own, on its own way if in the disciplined area. So I don't, I don't think if we spank him, it's going gonna, it's gonna to work, especially not Liam. Mm. I think he's more, he will get more aggravated if you do that. Yeah. But if you speak... In a, in a different manner, you've got that wall chart or some stuff. That's that's it, it, I think that psychologically works more and better on him. Okay, that's interesting. Um, obviously, with Liam being five years old, you guys is probably you, you guys are probably in the process to make a choice regarding a primary school for him. Um, yeah. Did you guys already choose a choose a school for him? And what was the factors that played a big role for you in deciding what primary school to send him to? Yes, I think with him uh, looking at his his his, his, his um, creation days or preschool, whatever you call it these days, um, going through them, checking his, his um, progress reports during the years, 
he's a he's a likable kid. He, he likes to interact with kids. He likes sports. He likes the cricket. He likes that. And he's he's with his friends at school. He's always he's a good leader. And each and every board that we receive, that he's a good leader. And you can see he's with his friends. So I'm, and and he's talking he's talking a lot about his friends. So most of the friends are going to to a school to to Leopold. So I think that is important to keep that base. The most of the friends are going there. So we had a look at that, and we we, we shopped around for school. We also looked at um, where we are working, the the area we yeah. are working in, the, the traffic and that kind of stuff. So yeah, basically that's a, a small a small thing that we had a look at. Um, so we we had a look there at 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 Lipo, That's basically in the middle, so that's good, and it's a good school as well. And we looked at the after school. There's a there's a lot of I think there's about seven or eight around there. We had to look about four. We're happy with one, so he's going there as well. So yeah, so that that's basically it's it's, it's the after after school that was 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 also a very big concern. But we sorted it out, we've got a nice place. So we're more than happy. And next year it goes to what grade R or so yeah, so that's gonna be good. Okay. Very nice. And um, obviously you've got you you guys have a good support structure regarding grandparents and stuff. What yes. uh, role do you think grandparents play in raising raising a youngster? Yeah, no, I think that that's that's extremely massive. I mean, because if I see how the like I said on Fridays or whatever, you know, one grandma will go and pick up all the the kids and take them to her house and they play there and it's it's just a big fun. And then just for them to to go out with the, with the other grandparents and just to go be collected at school, and they are different doing something different with him. He's more what the granddad is more into hunting and and and. And and that kind of stuff, and with firearms and and that, so and that's a, a little boy. So he wants to know what's that. And there's a lot of trophies at the house. So he learns about the the, the more about the um, let's say the hunting side of yeah. growing up, the hunting side, and the being a boy and playing around outside and with the other mom of that the granddaughter being there. So he's more with the the girls and playing with them and doing playing cards, doing something else. So it's a good balance, if you mm. can call it that. But I think with, with them raising them up, and like I said, we were, we were fortunate with Liam and fortunate with Luan at this stage. Um, grandma and grandpa was looking at them, raising them, not taking them to, to creation for the first year, year and a half. So that's basically, that's awesome. So I think and that's the, the bonding time as well. So that's brilliant. Yeah. All right. And what does raising a well-balanced child mean for you? Um, if you can explain... Um, all the parents and everyone always talks about they want to make sure they, their children are well balanced. What does that that concept mean for you? Yeah, well balanced. It's a, it's a broad spectrum if you if you if you, if you take it that way. Um, if I can say balance in, in in it can be a different being good at school, being good at um, at home, being good um, um, in sports. I think that, that the balance you you get with it with a child is. Um, most probably getting getting everything uh, a respectable child. I think a disciplined, a respectable child. Um, there's a lot of child that children that gets gets. Um, how can I how can I put it? You can, you get into into school and then you're likable, and then when you you get a bit older, you get you don't have discipline, you disobey, um, you don't respect elders, that kind of stuff. I think that is the most important. If you've got a balance between your house and your in your in your in your school life, and maybe doing sports, that's 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 the balance that I would I would like my children to have. To still be respect um, your 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 parents, to respect your school, to respect the people that you play against, 
with sports that that is the, that is a huge thing for me mm. i think that's my balance from our side i would enjoy with doing with akita having a balance on that that is the balanced life um yeah that's the biggest thing for me being disciplined being um having manners um i think i think that is huge mm. all right and um have you ever read any books on fatherhood and could you recommend that you can recommend to other dads or any other books in general uh, that help you to become a better dad? Sure. No, that I, I've, I've read a, a whole lot of books, but it's more autobiographies about sportsmen. Yeah. Um, being being dads, um, I'm just quickly thinking. Um, I know I've, I've, I think like, but that's not really parent to this about that. That All Blacks the Legacy book. Um, I've read a book about Kendra. Uh, I thought uh, the, the, the what's that um, Playboy Mansion lady? I, uh, that's not really about parenthood, but that yeah. that each each parent. Um, I thought it was more going to be about Playboy Mansion, whatever, whatever. And but my wife actually bought it, so I I read it, and it was an opener from from when the, their first child was born, and her her husband being a, a professional American football player. That needs to travel and what how she needs to raise the kid at home and getting baby blues and all that kind of stuff. So that was that was quite a, a nice one. Um, I read that. What is that? Afrikaans book, Baich the Boompie or something like that. I read that. Um, yeah, I think that is basically the rest of the things that I think goes about my but motivational, um, being disciplined, being um, more and more into sports, being more in, in your personal life, doing going forward. Yeah. Parenting books, I, I haven't read that too much, but I think with the sports and all that kind of stuff, that books, um, I've read like autobiographies more than more more about sports than parenting good. Okay, cool. And uh, what do you know now that you wish you knew before you became a dad? Yeah, um, before I become a dad, the the, the fun it is, um, I think, and the responsibility it is. Mm. I think it's it, it's massive. I think the the, the first the, when, when when Liam was born, I remember that first when when I walked into that hallway down in the in Unitas Hospital, I think my my shoulders, I think there was no one that came past me. How proud you are um, when you just walk down the, the aisle there. I think that's awesome. And when you when you wake him up and he smiles, and when you do something something for him and something with him, and he tells you thank you, Dad, I love you, and things like that. I think that is awesome. I think then I would have maybe started earlier. Just, <laughs> to, 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 to have a family or something, but yeah, and, he, and I enjoyed playing with him. So, yeah, I think I think that is the, the most thing that the, the the pleasure and the, the happiness to see your child growing up. And if you if he if he does something well, the recognition you give him when he smiles back at you, and I think that's awesome. Okay. That is that I've that I've that I've missed. Maybe like I said before, they were yeah. Okay. And what is one daily habit or practice? Uh, you feel really contributes to your success being a dad. Something that you have a ritual in the mornings, maybe. Um, That's why, yeah. Yeah, like I said, my my biggest thing is every each and every morning when I stand up, I, I will pray and I say thank you for another day and take me through the day and let's um, um, being positive, uh, do things and and make a difference in someone's life, in someone's life. So I think that is that is the be the big thing and then being disciplined. I think, like I said, I think the being disciplined is. There's a lot of ways and a lot of um, things you can you can take from from being disciplined. So mm. that is my, my biggest thing. If if your discipline is in order, 
your focus is there, you, your 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 commitment is there. So I think that is that is my biggest thing. Saying thank you for everything that I've that I'm privileged of, and mm-hmm. let's just be safe and have a good day and being positive. Okay, great. Um, and this is one question that I ask all my guests. Um, if you had a telephone that you can phone Shaul when he was 20 years old, what advice would you give him today? Yeah, if I'm if Shaul 20, um, I would have told him, listen, put your head to your what you do, your challenge, and go go 100% for it. Um, don't go back. Don't yeah, Don't hold back. Um, be be positive, be motivated, um, go for your goals at, at, at no cost. I think that is the, the biggest thing. Um, doesn't matter who says what, um, what um, the criteria is. If you are the best, go for it. And you, and you know the best and you believe in it, you can go for it. Okay, good. And looking to the future, what really excites you at this stage? Yeah, um, I think at work I'm in a great space um, at, at, at this stage. Um, with with my with the business, we are moving uh, offices, and I think in two years, a bit closer, we're building building our own business, and our business are growing at an ex- ex- extreme big pace. Being in South Africa, being overseas, not that I feel we've got plans to go overseas, mm-hmm. but I think we are doing great in, in the business. With my family, um, we've bought a, a new house. We think we're staying here. November will be two years, so doing all the things. I think all the the pieces of the puzzle are getting together. Raising my children, um, like I said, with it's it's not a bit of a back. Myself and Liam went to a couple of cricket games at Centurion Park, having a bit of a one hour, two the other two hours to look cricket and the other one to play cricket. So, yeah. so that's yeah. nice. And now with the little one, so there's more. So I think it's going forward with the family growing. It's awesome. Lionette is doing well with her job, so everything is is going well. I don't think there's too much future plans, but everything is going well. Okay, awesome. Um, I think that's around about that. Um, so thank you so much for your time and sharing your views on fatherhood with our community. And we wish you the best uh, with your journey going ahead and raising your two little champions. Oh, 100%. Thank you very much for having me and have a good night. Awesome. Thank you, Renee.